Hello, and welcome once again to another edition of TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission, where we take an in-depth view of the artists chosen by God to use their gift to glorify Him, the stories behind their music, and, of course, how the Lord has been with them in the process. Our guests are a father and daughter team who use their gifts of percussion to give glory to the Lord. They are both members of the team of musicians here at Times Square Church, and they are Guillermo and Jacqueline Acevedo. Oh, 
This is Music with a Mission. I'm Derek Davis. And our guests are members of the worship team of musicians here at Times Square Church. Percussionists, Guillermo and Jacqueline Acevedo. Guillermo, Jacqueline, great to have you on Music with a Mission. Thank you, Derek. Pleasure to be here. Thanks. Great to be here. Now, Guillermo is your name, but you often go by a nickname, which is? Right, Memo. Memo. In Latin America, they call the Guillermos Memos, like okay. William, like Bill to a William. I'll take a memo and call you <laughs> Careful, Memo. Carefully. Okay. <laughs> okay. You have a very full musical career, sir. Uh, did a little research on you, found out that you were among other things, part of the 25th Anniversary Drummers Collective, very impressive, featuring well-known drummers such as Steve Gadd, Dave Weckl, etc. You teach, as I saw online. Needless to say, your resume is very extensive. So in the interest of time, let us just do a condensed version of how you got started and who you've been blessed to play with. Oh, okay. I went to the movies with my father when I was about 13 years old. And in those days, in the 60s, they used to um, have the news before the movies and then some cartoons. Okay. Gene Krupa, drummer per excellence from the 40s, who was really the guy that put the drummer to the forefront of Mm -hmm. the band, Mm -hmm. um, was playing in this news. And it was news about a movie that they were putting together featuring Sal Mineo, who was actually trained by Krupa himself about the life of Gene Krupa. I was there, and I didn't play drums before. And when I saw that, I, I said, that's what I want to do. Mesmerized. These guys huh? have a lot of fun. He was chewing gum. He was just playing. <laughs> and he was playing so happy and said, that's what I want to do. So when we get out of the movie, I told my father, I want to play the drum set. <laughs> where did you get that from? He said, from the news. Okay. And who have you been blessed to play drums with in your long career? How long has your oh career been? It's been about what? About 40 years. 40 years. I've, so, been, I've been blessed to play with everybody. But you say everybody. Who have you been blessed to play with? Oh, man. I mean, just give me a couple of names that we might know. Well, uh, Greg Thomas. Okay, well, we know him. And, yeah, <laughs> um, and for those of you who don't know, Greg Thomas is the music director of Times Square That's Church. Right. That's right. But, um, you know, people like Tito Puente. No kidding. Okay. Yeah, it was, he was a great friend, too. Really? Great friend. Who else? Uh, so, so many of them. Uh, the reason Stills, why I tell Mark you, Murphy. Huh? Who? Mark Murphy, Stephen Stills. Mark Murphy, jazz, and in all the different genres. Oh, I was going to say because, because those are different genres. That's not Latin. That's uh, yeah. The the, the thing that I've been blessed with is the fact that um, I don't know somehow somehow God put in my in me the desire to to be able to soak on uh, all this music from all over the world and not just put any etiquette or any label to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Basically, you know, as Duke Ellington said, there is two kinds of music, good and bad. Huh? So I chose good music. And I went through all different areas uh, from rock to blues to jazz. And then I found, went back to find my roots. When I was in Latin America, I didn't want to know anything about Latin music. Really? I wanted to know about the Beatles. I wanted to know about rock. No kidding. I wanted to come to the U.S., pretty badly. Now you say Latin America. Where exactly in Colombia. Latin America? Colombia. Colombia. You were born in Colombia. Colombia and the okay. city is Bogota. Okay, but I read on the website that you have a passion for Brazilian music. Oh yes, because I believe that 
In Colombia, we're like a musical sandwich. Mm -hmm. We have Brazil underneath, and we have Cuba okay. and, the, and, the, and the Caribbean on top. Okay. So at home, also, I was a late baby. My parents were 46 when I was born. I see. Very good. Okay. So, um, but also, my oldest brother is 19 years older than me. Right. So I have uh, three brothers and one sister, and they all had different musical tastes. Okay. Jazz, classical, opera. Um, Brazilian music, and all this music was being played at home, and it, I was just soaking it in. Right, and so I, you're well-rounded then. Yes, I did. I did. I didn't know that this is. I, you know, I knew what Colombian music music was, but I didn't know. Well, I'm not supposed to touch this or that. It mm -hmm, was just like. Mm -hmm. How about you, Jacqueline? Yes. How'd you get started? Did Dad teach you? He did he give did. you the benefits of his percussion wisdom? Well, you know, it's funny. I grew up um, in a very similar home to the one he grew up in, of course, because mm -hmm. he is the um, he was the, always the maestro at home. So right. he'd play everything from from stuff that I thought was nuts, you know, some crazy jazz and some, you know, uh, rock. And so uh, I always enjoyed a lot of music at home. But I was a dancer. I trained okay. up and I grew up as a dancer. And that oh. was always my dream. And uh, I, I really worked hard at that. Okay. And um, my music, uh, you know, how I started in music was really in the church. Really? Yeah. I here was at Times Square Church? Here at Times Square. You okay. know, I, um, I was sitting in the congregation one day and I looked down and my dad had always been very um, adamant about training younger people. You know, he mm -hmm. loves... Um, you know, training the next generation, those college-age students, kids who are trying to sort of find themselves and find God. Mm -hmm. So I had seen him doing some of those trainings, and he was doing, he's preparing different people, different subs for him to come in. And I looked down, and I was there, you know, in worship. And it was, it was kind of funny. It was a voice in my head that said, why are you not there? Oh. And okay. it was really strange. It was really strange. It's I like, thought, hey, oh, that's my dad up there. Why? Yeah. You're right. Okay. And it wasn't like a stage hunger because I've been on the stage and I, you know, I was a dancer and I had, right. um, you know, I was very familiar with the stage. And I think what it really was is all those times that, you know, when I was younger and we'd and you'd be playing gigs and I'd go out to the gigs with you and be sleeping on the on the benches and, you know, under the tables right. and just around backstage. <laughs> backstage or in the in the clubs, wherever, yeah. wherever we were playing. And it was just a very familiar place. So I went afterwards and I asked my dad, I said, hey, can I, you know, sit in and watch what you do? Yeah. And then he passed me a shaker. I see. Very good. And it was done. And it was all over it was after done. that. <laughs> now, so you play, you that play side by side with your dad in worship. Yeah. He seems very meticulous and very serious about percussion. I mean, I saw him teach online. He's very serious about how you do certain things yes. certain ways. Yes. You play right next to him on stage. Yes. Uh, how do you feel about that? Oh, it's a fearful thing. I was going to say, <laughs> are, aren't you intimidated? I, you know, I, I am, except for the fact that he has trained me. And he took very seriously and, and is continuing to take very seriously my, my studies. And he uh, makes all the effort and all the time in the world to make sure that I know what I'm doing and that I can play with excellence. And right. so it's hard to be under a master. You know, he plays he plays with mastery and it really calls upon me to play with excellence and to do just as he's taught so what, me. So what, if you if you do hmm. a conga slap wrong, he smacks you with a drumstick or what? Uh, no, but I definitely <laughs> feel the echo in my own I'm not, soul. I'm not that old oh, okay. school. <laughs> okay, okay. But you do teach a lot, yes. uh, Memo. Is there ever the temptation 
to correct what you may see in, in a musician? That is, that is to say, you, you play with band members. Having so much experience, you may have the temptation to correct a flaw in a musician. Mm-hmm. Do you have that temptation? Definitely. How do you go about but, doing that? But more because, look, uh, I'm actually more fussy about that here in church than I am in the world because, uh, because you know, I really believe that we are to excel in anything we do, especially when it's for the Lord. Sure. We as as Jacqueline said, you know, play with excellence. Our first fruits. I understand that. The best. My, my question to you, though, is how do you go about doing that? Well, I don't have the chance to do that, but what I do is I pray for the for the person. And if I have the chance to 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 mention something uh, that will lead to for that person, I basically offer myself. Mm-hmm. You know, if that person wants the advice, then I, I'll give it, and and I'll lead the way. But um, I realize that I'm I can't be a teacher, a professor all the time. But my point is, is that musicians, I just assume have egos that are built in mm-hmm. and need to be kept in check. Right. If you're going to correct someone, what is your method? Well, you said you pray, but yeah. is that it? <laughs> you know, at the point I'm trying to get at, are there clashes between musicians, especially saved musicians? Yeah. There are. Yeah. How do you deal with that? Well, you know, as the word says, you go and talk to the person. Okay. And you say, I have a little, you know, I have a little trouble in this area. I have... Would you consider it? Mm. You know, sometimes the person may consider, sometimes may not be in the mood to consider at that point. Mm-hmm. It's all about timing, too. Okay. So sometimes mm, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an emotional person. Oh, right? okay. You know, so sometimes I just learn to hold the horses. Oh, I understood. <laughs> understood. Just cool your jets you know, a little exactly, bit. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Like, let it cool and let's see what happens. What about you, Jacqueline? Do you ever have a clash with your dad? Yes. What do you do? Um, How do you handle that? Well, I definitely pray because there's only certain things that that's one way that it's I know it's going to definitely work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, um, you know, we we work things out talking sometimes, sometimes a little bit of arguing, but but talking and trying to work through to some kind of um, understanding. Because I think what it just comes down to is that we both want to minister. We both want it to be um, sounding beautiful, to mm-hmm. be sounding, you know, wonderful and to be lifting up and helping the congregation. So, you know, we do want to come to a point of resolution. And the only way that we can really do that is through um, talking with one another. And, and I have to say, and just like, just like I have when um, I'm in my studies, is that I have to really humble myself mm. because, you know, he's my dad and he's also a master teacher, and it's a it's 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 hard. It's kind of it is hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When and where did you leave the world and start playing for Christ, Derek? I I have always loved God. Mm-hmm. When I was nine years old, I I felt I was a, a bad sinner. I'm a good sinner. <laughs> Bad sinner, I, I good felt sinner. I was a sinner, and I felt that God, I wanted to be a priest. I was with the Catholic Church. Oh, okay. In the Catholic Church, I wanted to be a priest. Uh, and, uh, I figured out that that would be the only way I was going to make it to heaven. Mm-hmm. So then I went to the seminary. I wanted to be a priest. I went to the seminary, and, you know, I, I was really looking for God. I didn't find him there. You didn't. 
got out of there, went to high school, and started traveling. I moved to Canada, I met my wife, and um, then I went on tour with this British singer. Um, I was on tour, I remember it was like the, la the, the last um, couple of days in Atlanta, Georgia, and mm -hmm. I called mm -hmm. Dale, my wife, and I said, um, and she immediately noticed that I was kind of down, you know? But anyway, she said, Memo, when you come back, I have something to share with you. Basically, she wanted to share the gospel. Oh, thank God. She got saved through reading the Word, just by reading the Word. Mm -hmm. And a friend who was, uh, a friend of ours who was Pentecostal, was the one who told her, hey, you're born again, aren't you? And she said, no. I'll say, you are. You know, you're understanding this and that and that. Mm -hmm. So she wanted to share this with me. And when I got, when I got home from the tour, she wanted to share, wanted to share, and talking about pride, I, my, my spiritual pride was, who's this girl? My wife is going to teach me about God when I was at the seminary for five years. Right, right. And I, you know, suddenly she's going to be teaching me, teaching me all about God. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, we got into arguments. And one night, basically, after a big argument with her, I went to the living room to the couch, and she went to the, to the bedroom, and I knew I had to apologize to her, and I refused. Okay. I heard this inner voice. Right, yeah. right. So um, I was laying down there. Um, I woke up, and Gail had her hands on my head. Gail is your wife? My wife, mm -hmm. praying for me. And I said, I want Jesus now. Pray for me now. <laughs> well, praise the Lord. Now. Well, thank God for the Holy Spirit. Uh, exactly, exactly. What, is, what do you see, Memo, is the greatest thing about serving Christ as a percussionist? If, uh, if playing percussion or uh, playing an instrument is going to serve as an inspiration for somebody else to, to uh, look for Christ, that is one. But I think that the main thing is basically offering to God what He has given us, offering back to Him the the skills He has given you, the gifts. Because um, it's very it's very easy as a musician to start worshiping music. You know, mm -hmm. I'm worshiping musicians. I'm worshiping your music heroes. Mm -hmm. um, but in reality, you know, he is the only one that really deserves our worship and and has to go to him. As I mentioned earlier in another interview, is um, basically for me to be in a platform praising God is the max, the, the greatest experience to be able to do that. And as I was saying earlier, this is a real battle to be in that battlefield because the enemy doesn't want you to give it, you know, doesn't want you to to praise God mm -hmm. fully. So there's a lot of battle, a lot of fight that goes mentally while you're, while you're executing your instrument. I could add to that too. Um, you know, a lot of people have asked me, wow, it must be amazing being up there on the platform and playing music with everybody and you must have such a huge anointing come upon all of you and have this great so 
I'm not going to say that that's not true, but when I was in the congregation, that's when I felt really, truly ministered to. So when we're up there on the platform, for me, it's um, like like Dad was saying, it's it's a battleground, and it's you know I I really truly feel from from my prayer time to my time there that we are warriors. We really we really are, and it's it sounds a little bit you know maybe extreme, but you know we finished this. Um, we did our our Christmas show, and our entire family got terribly sick. Mm-hmm. terribly sick okay mm-hmm. that you know that that could that could be happenstance but i know that the enemy is not happy with the work that we are doing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and so there you know you get these little insights into the spiritual realm and the lord lets you see okay no you know i'm the one who's keeping you mm-hmm. i'm the one who's keeping you safe who gives you the strength to do this um you know every sunday every tuesday whenever when you know day in and day out to be able to have our 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 um prayer time and personal devotions that's where really the anointing comes because if you you know someone can go out there and play an instrument that's wonderful but that's that's kind of accessory to the whole thing so what i'm getting from you both is on the priority list is just to keep christ first that's right
Music with a mission from the CD Cantaro. Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and the song is called Cristo. And uh, Memo, you arranged that, did you not, on this yes. particular CD? Yeah, this, the CD is called Cantaro, basically, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is like clay pot. Okay. Right? Okay. And, and the, the song that we heard at the top was called? Hallelujah Chant. Right, yeah. right. And you arranged with that as a well? Lot of, a lot of drums, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And then uh, this uh, Cristo, it's funny because I was doing the arrangements on the computer and I got the bomb at the end of the, oh, I work on that particular song okay. for about 24 hours. Really? And, and at the end when I was going to save, suddenly the, you know, an annotator program at that time, three bombs appeared, which basically right. you loosen it all. You crashed, everything crashed. I had to start all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I got to start all over again. <laughs> but talking about spiritual battles, Derek. Uh, you believe there are spiritual a battles in battle with and that CD? Oh my God! Really? Yeah, yeah. That's a, that takes another three programs <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to go just through that CD. But it's been, I gotta say, it's been un- it was unique at the time when we did it in '96, '97, um, because there was not at the time a bilingual. Spanish, English, Christian CD mm-hmm. with um, different rhythms from Latin America, also including reggae, okay. cha-cha, nice. salsa, um, samba from Brazil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so percussion instruments are relatively new to the American church landscape. I mean, they had a very nice flavor to the musical atmosphere. However, they appear to be in the background. Do you ever feel as though that the percussion instrument should be more up front? Oh, definitely. Yes. That's the one thing that, that uh, over and over and over again keeps coming to me. Oh, man. Where is the percussion? Is I know right? there was yeah. percussion there. So, you, so yeah. you feel like you're getting lost in the saw, Jacqueline? Yes. Uh, yeah. You do? Yeah, I mean, you know, because a lot of these things that we do are nuanced. Okay. They are. And okay. it's not like we're we're there with an electric guitar and people are oh that's an electric guitar and they yeah. you know they can yeah. hear it but um, you know we have so many so many little goodies to give <laughs> <laughs> well maybe maybe yeah. you'll show me some of these goodies I see you bought drums yeah, and you, you bought all kinds of percussion instruments so we're gonna we're gonna get into that too uh, but you know yes. I want to I want to ask you something this has been bothering me a brother here at TSC approached me in the sanctuary and we began talking. Just started talking about the Lord and talking about where God had taken him from. And he explained to me some of the things that he was delivered from. And one of the things he said he had been delivered from was salsa. Now, yeah. <laughs> well, the, the salsa I, he was buying was a bad salsa. <laughs> may, well, maybe it was because, you know, I know, you do, I know you're, you're Brazilian, so that's samba. But he said he was delivered from salsa, and he was explaining to me that Sometimes in the rhythmic structure, it calls unto strange gods. Now, I I don't care to judge anybody's testimony, and I don't, Mm -hmm. but I really don't know about this. So as a percussionist and one who teaches, maybe you can explain that to me. Is it possible that certain rhythmic structures of percussion instruments summon spirits? Any truth to that? Because some people believe that. the, The root is the heart, Derek. Mm. You know, with, so, with, with this mouth we curse, with this mouth we praise. So can you curse and uh, praise with drums? That's my point. Well, some drums have been used for worship, uh, worshiping of deities and, and um, gods that are not 
the real true God, right. Jesus Christ. So how do you know when you're playing a particular rhythmic structure that that rhythmic structure is unto the Lord and not unto some strange God? If I could say something here, you know, I think it, it comes down to the question of whether you think everything is redeemable. You know, because if explain if, that if you you know okay, so we say every every human being is redeemable. They just have to call in the name of Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Same thing with a uh, drum or a rhythm or an inanimate object. I mean, if you, as a person who has made a choice as a believer, you play this with a blessing, you're basically redeeming the instrument. You're redeeming those rhythms mm. in a way and delivering them up to the Lord, to the true creator who originated all of these things. So you're, in ways. essence, you're saying the anointing that's on you transfers to the instrument? Um, yeah, I guess, I, guess you could, I guess you could say that. You know, and it's the total renewing power of Christ. Mm. That comes into me, that comes into my instrument. You know, this instrument is an extension mm-hmm. of, of each of us, of okay. my father, of, of myself. You know, and we're taking these things and we're saying, Christ, we believe that you can renew them. You can use them for your glory. Okay. And when that happens, I think there's, it's, it turns tables, you know? But you do understand what I'm talking about, I right? Do. That, that certain rhythmic structures have been used for ungodly reasons. Definitely. So yes. So just so I understand this before I move on, because this is the thing that's been really bothering me ever since I talked to this brother. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is essentially the Holy Spirit can take your gift, no matter what the rhythmic structure is, and transform it even while you're playing. I think that these rhythmic structures can really be redeemed. I think that the Lord can take these. I mean, even if you look at an instrument like, you know, they'll take the the marimba. Remember the African marimba? Yeah, yeah. And that's African. You know, a lot of these instruments, you know, it's piano-based. A a lot of these instruments are are African, and they started in, you know, what, what people would call pagan cultures. But, you know, if you say, okay, well, that's limited to that culture and that region in that time, then you just limit yourself and you limit God. Okay. Let me, okay. Tell, you, let me tell you another thing about salsa. Uh, the, you know, uh, I mean, there is different different types of salsa. But salsa is not a rhythm, but it's a style that was, was a way of picking up a word that means sauce to market the music that was being produced in New York City with Cuban flavor. Okay. You know, so um, but I mean, it's not the first time that I've heard people say that I've been so badly influenced by this particular style of music. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, and and the thing is, at one point also, salsa they started developing a bunch of lyrics that were not glorifying God, definitely. Right. So, 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 so are you saying that we can let's take that particular style of music, and we're talking about being redeemable? Can we take salsa and make it redeemable? Yeah, that's what they, people like a, a guy by the name of Pucci Colon is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, Ricky uh, Ray, Richie Ray and Bobby Cruz okay. were the pioneers okay. in Puerto Rico. Um, so, so it has less to do with the style and the genre of music and more of where your heart is and, as you say, making it redeemable. Right, right. And if you, I mean, if someone has knows that they have trouble with that, you know, they know they have trouble with a certain kind of music or a certain style. I mean, the same thing could happen to somebody who listened to a lot of R&B. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you look in the past at what um, Ray Charles did, you know, 
tons of people love Ray Charles's music, but no. at the time it was like so sacrilegious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it has to do with where the person's history brings them. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Jacqueline. I didn't mean to cut you off, my yeah, ball. I'm yeah, looking no, at no. you, Jacqueline. I mean, you're so feminine. You're quite the lady, but not many women play percussion instruments. No. To say the least. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel being a minority in that arena? Because it's kind of a guy thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a guy thing. It's definitely a challenge. People people have said, oh, it's great because you're a girl. You probably get tons of gigs and stuff. And it's um, it's actually still very much a challenge. People don't believe that a girl can play, because she can play strong or consistently. But, you know, there have been some pioneers. Of course, everyone thinks of Sheila E., and she's definitely somebody who... Yeah, it's, it's, who it's, I mean, to. I can count them on one hand. Yeah, you can count them You know on what one I mean? Hand. So, like I said, you're really in the minority. How do you really feel about that? I have some experience, you know, going out and working professionally now, and a lot of it is a, is a boys' club. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I think, you know, what it comes down to is it's something that I love doing. And if the Lord chooses to bless me in it, he chooses to bless me in it, and nobody you know, can say otherwise. And I just have to go forward, go strongly forward in the direction of, of my passion, as, as Dad was saying. So I think you're being blessed already. Yeah. Memo, so Jacqueline, tell you what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break, mm -hmm. and uh, we're going to come back. And you guys, we got percussion instruments all around the studio here. Maggie and you guys just brought the stuff in here, and it's clogging up the place. So we're going to use it. <laughs> And Memo, you're gonna can, will you teach me how to play some of this stuff? Sure. Yeah, you give me a lesson or two? Definitely. No, oh, that ought to be good. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna come back with Memo and Jacqueline Acevedo and music with the mission continues. God is incredible. God is with you. God is aware of your struggle. God is ready to forgive. God is powerful. God is your friend. God is a good listener. God is for you. God is willing to God help. God is and always will God be. God is able to God protect. Is God good. is power to change. God is a provider. God is Jesus. God is here. God now. is the one who loves you. God is merciful. God is a husband to the women. God is the one with your answer. God is there when no one else is. TSC Music Radio where God is. This is Carter Conlon from Times Square Church. It can be so difficult to get through life today. There are so many struggles, so many worries, so many things that seem to be against us that I know that there are people listening today that you're just wondering, does anybody have the answer? Is there anybody that knows how we can get through these times that we're living in, both collectively and individually? Well, the good news today is that there is somebody that does have an answer. It's the God who created you. It's the God who came to this earth and died on a cross to save you from everything that would want to destroy your life and make it less than what God intended it to be. And the incredible thing is that he invites you and I into a very close friendship with him where we can talk to him and he is willing to talk to us. He's the one who has the answers to life's deepest questions. Go to Jesus today. It's time to pray. To find a prayer meeting in your area, visit nycprayer.org.
TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission. I'm Derek Davis, and we are cooking. It is hot in here. Memo Acevedo from the CD Building Bridges, and that's like a five-minute song called Heartbeat, purely percussion produced by our guest. Uh, he has his daughter accompanying him, Jacqueline Acevedo. Am I pronouncing your last name correctly, Acevedo? Yes, yeah. Right. Because you habla español solamente un poquito, pero comprendo muy bien. That's all you get out of me. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, you guys have uh, certain ministries here at Times Square Church other than music ministry. Am I not right? Uh, Memo, you are in? Yes, I'm a premarital counseling ministry. Premarital? Yeah, with my wife, Gail. Nice. Yeah. So when God opens the heavens for me, I come see you? <laughs> Is that it? Yes, definitely. Great. I can't <laughs> wait till that day. <laughs> Keep praying, folks. Keep yes. praying. And uh, Jacqueline, you have another ministry, too. Yes, I'm part of the gate on Friday nights. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, the Young gate people. Is hot. Yeah, yes. the gate is hot. Okay. Yeah, we, okay. Just, we just actually uh, did an outreach uh, to one of the detention centers in the Bronx last night. How'd that go? It was wonderful. Really? It was, it was amazing. I feel like that's half the reason why we do this. You really? Know, were people, you, you were well, well received, I assume? Well received, yeah. I mean, it was it was tough. You look out and they were just, you know, baby faces. You know, mm. from 12 to 17 years old, these kids mm. are in the detention center until they get um, their determination, right? You know, their sure, trial. Sure. And uh, they were responsive. So very yeah. nice. Very nice. Okay. Yeah. You guys promised me that we were going to... You're going to teach me some of this percussion stuff, and I am so up for it. Memo, what do we have right here? Well, we have a bunch of instruments here. We have, within the Brazilian genre, we have a pandero. Bandero. Pandero. Pandero. Which is, which is the Brazilian tambourine. Yeah, I was going to say, it looks like a tambourine. Yeah. All right. This, well, is there a proper way to play the tambourine? This is, this is a, an amazing instrument. You, you end up sounding like three different people. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> I get it. All right. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and that was Jacqueline on the whistle thingy there. What is, is that just a whistle? Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. In, in, in Brazil, it's called Pito de Samba. And it sounds almost like a bird, you know, in the yes, background. Yeah, do the, all the different tones. Nice, nice. Now, what's the big, the big thing right there? It looks like a the mushroom. Okay, that's right. a shakere. We're moving away from Brazil now, though. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Well, state it. Let's stay in Brazil. Stay in Brazil. What do you have? The tamborim. Okay, with an M. it means little drum. Okay, drum. so it go together with the with the pandero would sound like one and two and. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it's like, you know, when the drumming starts, you just got to move with it. That's really, really good. And you guys just jump right into rhythm. Now, the big one, I know that's... Conga. No, I've always wanted to play. I've always wanted Congo. to play this. Can I, can I, can I try this? I'm going to try this one real quick. Okay. You know, people come to now, me and say, you know, I'm 45. Uh, do you think it's late to start learning? And I say, well, it's late when you die. <laughs> but for now we can do it. Okay, give me a, give me something simple here, a nice simple rhythm I can Okay, so I'll, I'll give you a simple cha cha. Cha cha. Okay, one, so two, cha cha cha. Okay. One, two, three, cha cha. 
sana? Yeah. Keep on going. And that was you by yourself in the Conga. I got to talk to Greg. Maybe he'll give me a spot next to you guys. What do you think? <laughs> well, I don't know. He's going to have to move Harry, Harry out of the booth. Oh, forget it then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> he'll never let that happen. Yeah. All right. Well, um, and, and now we have, uh, I wanted to see the shaker thing there. What is that? This is a gourd with a beaded net around it. Yeah. Okay. Ah. Ah, nice. <laughs> Woo! Very yeah. nice. All very these, nice. All these instruments are very easy to learn, Derek. They're very easy to learn? Yes, because okay. each uh, instrument is designed for one person. So if you see three drums, you see three drummers. Yeah. You see four instruments, you see four people. Okay. It's, it's that the economics have forced us to do one guy playing five different, six different drums at the same time. Oh, I see. Very good. Plus yeah. using the feet for the cabbage sure, and all that sure. stuff. But all this is very easy because it's just one job to do. Thank you so much, both of you. Thank you. Thank it you, has Derek. been a real experience, and now I'm a percussionist. Hey. <laughs> well, not really. Jacqueline, we have a, we have a, we have a sub. We have a now. sub. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we can off now. Thank you. Thank you so much for Thanks, being on Music Derek. with a Mission. Pleasure. Take joy, my king, and what you hear, and let it be a sweet sound in your ear. We sincerely hope and pray that this podcast is a sweet sound in your ear. By the way, we do want to hear what you think about Music with a Mission. We want your tips, hints, questions, and suggestions. Email your comments to music at timesquarechurch.org, or check out TSC Music on Facebook and Twitter. And, of course, visit the website at www.tscnyc.org slash music. Portions of music in this podcast provided by TSC Music, produced by the director of TSC Music, Greg Thomas, mixed and engineered by Harry Vaughn, and special administrative assistance from Maggie Diaz. Remember, if ever we put the messenger before the message, we have failed to present an unblemished gospel. I'm Derek Davis. Join us next time on Music with a Mission.